The Mahoning Valley Daily Podcast. All right, so joining me here today on the Mahoning Valley Daily Podcast is Mr. Todd Franco. That is a familiar name to a lot of folks because he used to be an editor over at our Fair Vindicator publication. Glad to have you, Todd. Glad to be here. Thanks, man. I appreciate the invite. Yeah, and so in this capacity, we're having you here because we want to talk about the greatest golfer of the Valley Tournament. But as we were just speaking about, it kind of has a more familiar or a more formal moniker these days, and that is the greatest golfer of Youngstown. Greatest um, golfer of Youngstown, yeah. So, and tell me about, because we're now in year 12 of this, how has it grown and what has the response been, especially, you know, after COVID? Are people just chomping at the bit, you know, at the bit to get back on the course? Yeah, it's been, it's been a weird life for 12 years. And I usually start the story by saying it's the greatest mistake that's ever happened to me uh, nice. in terms of how we got here, how it got started and the ingredients that came together greatest mistake or greatest fluke but that said here we are 12 years later we are um, on the precipice of a record turnout uh, we got one more week with registrations and we're at 300 golfers as we speak our peak number was 325 in year four and um and we had and we've and every year since we've been at that 280 to 305 number so uh it's it's a great ride and uh yeah i can take you through the the flukes and the and the twists and the unpredictable turns, but yeah, we are pleased to be there. It's called. It's people still call it a variety of names. It's greatest golfer Youngstown. It's Vindy greatest golfer. Still get that tossed at. So it's all it's all good. Just just call it something and show up and play. That's right. And you know, I kind of missed the local coverage of it in the last couple of years. Are we going to make sure that we have the um, the daily headlines and everything in the newspapers? Yeah, so uh, so the new Vindicator, the Warren Trib Vindy, I think is the kind of, I'm not sure what the community's calling it these days. I still hear the Vindicator. I still hear the Warren Trib uh, edition of the Vindy. So uh, Old habits the, die hard, yeah. The, the, the Warren Trib Vindy team has been pretty pretty responsive. Uh, so, so we like that coverage. They were there for, for us for juniors uh, last weekend. Uh, but our, our home is definitely WFMJ. Um, thrilled to have that partnership continue, which you know is a is a, an extension of the Vindicator, a, a, a sister prop property. So um, they picked up right away um, when the Vindy closed, and we got restarted last year as a private venture. Uh, Greatest Golfers, a private venture uh, run by me, and um, and WFMJ was a great partner right out of the gate. So if you look well, everybody, you know semi-competitive golfer loves to have their name in lights whenever they do anything right. I'm sure if I ever get a hole-in-one, I'm running right to the news and right to the vindicator or whoever will take it. And I want my name in print. I want my name on the screen. So like getting that little bit of quote-unquote vindication to pardon the pun is, is part and parcel with why people sign up for this stuff, right? Yeah, no, no doubt. I think one of our secret sauces as a golf event is that we make sure to have media for you as well. So the uh, the news agendas of the Vindy and of FMJ, they have X amount of time for sports. And of course, you know, once once this time of year hits from now until January, it's football for 90 <laughs> yeah. sports diet and 10%. Volleyball, swimming, golf, hockey, lacrosse, everything else tries to get in that 10% that's not football. So, so right, our, you're our an Olympic goal, year. Exactly. At Olympics. So our goal with greatest is that we're going to have a content ecosystem 
that that um, supplements and supports this sport, um, and and we're there for all golfers. And hopefully, you know, we have the Vindy and the FMJ and the other folks interested. But when they're not, you know, you can come to greatestgolfer.com. Yeah, and that's so great. And it makes it, it rounds out the feel for the entire event. Like, I was just playing a casual round, tr trying to get back from a, a broken thumb at Mill Creek a couple weeks ago. And it was right after the AJGA that they had there. And just getting on the first tee and seeing three rows of grandstands or five rows of grandstands made it feel that much more official, made my made my focus that much better. So, you know, I, I think that just adding this little air of professionality to uh, local and regional people who really want to come out and test their skills against one another, it, it just makes it fantastic. Yeah, that's, I mean, when you look at greatest, there's a lot of different ingredients I try and throw into it. But some of it is recognizing that, you know, us guys in our 40s, 50s, and 60s, we've not had that stage to perform on um in you know since our high school days meaning we could perform we can compete in our thursday night league and whatever but to take all that energy but also put it on a stage of some substance that that the that the general public wants to take a look at it um for at least one week a year that's kind of the stage we created with greatest and i think when you look at you know tv today i'm a, I'm, I'm kind of a tv addict a, a reality show addict. and i think when you see the formula for america's got talent american ninja warrior the voice, all that, I mean, the voice is nothing more than the talent competition at, at, um, at, at Poland festival, you know, it's right. Festival. And the, and the yeah. talent festival at the Canfield fair, there's no difference at the Canfield fair singing contest than there is at the voice, except a media group, an event group, put some more bells and whistles, souped it up a bit. And we have a wider audience. So I think when you see some components of greatest, I think it's about, reality show kind of flair of um, giving locals a chance to perform, giving them 15 minutes of fame, and then we go back to our nine to five jobs. So I and, stole, yeah. stole, Absolutely a little bit sport, stole a little bit from sports, stole a little bit from fantasy camp. You know, the, the guys paying, you know, millions to go hang out with 20-year uh, retirees from the Mets team down in Florida, but also stole a little bit from, uh, from, from reality show television and give me a chance to shine as I climb a wall and jump over yeah. water pods and whatever else. You know what that reminds me of is like in the last five years or so, if you go to any type of event, they have a themed or sponsored backdrop that you take your picture in front of and everyone mm -hmm. stops and does that. And, you know, before that, they never did that. But now it feels like you're on the red carpet every time you go somewhere. So just it's those little touches that, you know, like you said, it kind of blurs the line between entertainment and reality. But there again, most of the entertainment we're watching is being mined on the backs of just regular people doing regular things. And we like to watch yeah. it. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think obviously we're not going to watch everybody, but I think if, uh, if a group wants to say we're the best at something, I mean, heck, I find myself watching the, uh, the cornhole championships on, <laughs> on the Ocho or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And who's the, I mean, it's, it's the corn beef, some beef company is the sponsor. And I know it. I mean, John's, the, the Johnstown Beef Company or something. I forget the name, but... Uh, oh, maybe Johnsonville Brats, maybe Johnsonville Beef O'Grady Bull. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know there's a meat sponsor that uh, that is the sponsor of Cornhole, and there I am watching these guys flick it. And and I'll, I'll give it 20 minutes. I, I watched the Long Drive Contest. Oh, yeah. ESPN. As uh, fragmented as our viewing, you know, environments are, there is an audience for everything, and sometimes there is a much greater audience than we ever realized. 
Correct. Absolutely. And I'm stunned when I say people get into this and watch it. And there I am, <laughs> finding myself watching. You know, my my wife my wife likes to, likes to watch the um, is it the Hell's Kitchen or whatever with uh, with the, the Ramsey Chef Ramsey and the I think it's the British based show where they have they're all four of them are trying to cook the same dessert and the same whatever and you know I, I found myself watching that. Me too. Absolutely. So now I know what good sponge is. Me and my wife, we know exactly how a cookie's supposed to crumble because that's how we like spending our evenings during quarantine, yeah. quite, a, quite a few of them. Yeah, so when you think all that, that's kind of what greatest is. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. So how's your game right now? You know what? I have not touched a golf club in a month. Um, okay. A, a collision, a start of July collision of um, family travel. I'm seeing a lot of people, I don't know about your situation, but it seems that because of what we lost last year uh, with COVID, the people have just doubled down on gatherings and events. And so we've been packed since uh, we left uh, July 1st for a vacation with some college buddies, got back for a few days, that rolled into a family event. Then we were right into greatest golf first. So I have not played golf, but, um, uh, you know, I can shoot seven. There was a Saturday, Sunday in June where I shot 97 on Saturday and 79 on Sunday. So. Oh, yeah, man, after my own heart and my own game and my own tendencies. My yeah, goodness. That's the, golf world. that's the greatest golf world of Todd Franco, 97, <laughs> 79. How about that? Well, you know, like for me, it's getting myself out of the woodwork and making sure that I have a set date and time to go play or otherwise I just don't make it out. So, like, I'm, I'm part of the Y League. And that makes sure that I get my rounds in every couple weeks because I'm an alternate now. I got a little kid. But like this greatest of the golfer, it's another way to put the screws to me and say, you better get out there. You got a tee time and it's going to be competitive golf like you're used to. You don't get a chance to take a bite at that apple anymore. So it's a real draw. I can't wait. Yeah, it's been. A, have, you, have you signed up yet? Are, are, are we getting you in? Yes. All right, nice, nice, nice. Yeah, and luckily, and more or unluckily, I'm at my eight for nine handicap, so I'm going to be a 16 and 19, which means right. I got no excuse not to be able to show up and score. But it's it's well-earned eight right now. I'm really bad. <laughs> and I think you're going to be out at reserve run for Friday. Okay. That's and fair. I, and then on Saturday, you're um, either at Youngstown or at uh, Firestone. I forget which one the 16 to 19s are at. Okay. Uh, but it's, um, I tell you what, greatest, it's, it's fun. I mean, there's some videos on the Greatest Golfer YouTube channel. But, you know, you get guys like you that come out. And as much as I love the, the Plachinskis and the Porters and the Karsmers, it's fun bumping into the first-timers who were in their 40s and 50s. And they played league golf for years. And, you know, you watch the videos on YouTube. We just had one with, uh, with uh, Vic, Vic DiPrilli and, uh, and Josh Marsh. And they talk about... The scenarios they've been in business, and yet first tee on greatest golfer, and they are shaking. <laughs> yeah. Dick Marlowe and Glenn Milton been competing around the country for years, and Dick, you know, had his arm around Glenn Glenn's shoulder a couple of years ago in one of our interviews that we do, and he said, "Thanks for this. It gets us nervous, and to get us nervous at our age is saying something about what this vehicle does." So. Absolutely. Marlo can come and play. He'll shoot under par in league and not even blink an eye. It was if he barely even put on his shorts to go play. So right. to get that guy shaken means that there is a competitive atmosphere there that, you know, can be rivaled in very few other places. Yeah. Yeah, so thank you very much for keeping it going. I mean, like, this is a fantastic venture and, you know, 
it's something I can't wait to take part in and hopefully you'll see out there. And as you take part, keep in mind the one thing I got to make sure that um, greatness doesn't happen without our partners. So when you look at our social, when you look at our things, we need the support of the Valley. If you look at the businesses who've stepped up, because you're, you're going to pay 150 bucks for essentially a $220 opportunity. So, so 320 golfers are saving 70 bucks or so, 100 bucks if you took this in Pitts, put this event in Pittsburgh, put this event in Cleveland, in Charlotte, and you're going to pay, you know, way more than we're paying here. And that's because of the sponsors making sure that that the media, that the trophies, that the prizes, that the gifts are all covered. So no doubt. And this is a lot of golf that people were going to play anyway. So if they're going to get the advantages of being able to do it in this amazing atmosphere, you definitely got to pay it back. Yeah. So, so just keep, just take a look at that and make sure that if not for Farmers National Bank and a bunch of others, um, this doesn't happen. Uh, the Moransky family made it happen the first year, along with farmers. That's still a moment I remember that. If not for those two decisions, farmers to sponsor initially and the Moransky family to donate the final round of golf at the Lake Club. Um, you know, we hit, we hit a price point that first year that allowed 97 golfers to say, why not? And with that initial, why not? Um, it just started what we have today. And we're 350 golfers, 120 juniors, long drive out of Tippy Canoe. And it all started with just a few folks saying, let's give it a shot. That's so awesome. And so one more year in the books is going to be hopefully even better than all that have come before it. Um, website, how long do you have to register? So, um, so go to thegreatestgolfer.com and you'll see uh, links and store, click into the story about, you know, the course listings, whatever, but we're probably going to start, we, we've already sold out one division. Your division's almost sold out. The one above you is, is, um, is sold out, closed, the 20 to 24. And that's, and that decision to add that division this year is part of our greatest vision that we need to make golf available and this competitive golf available for more than just the open players, right? We got to make room for the, the 10 to 12s want to compete, the 13 to 15s. So, We've had your division um, up and down for the last couple of years. We, we dropped it last year because of COVID, brought it back. We also added 20 to 24 to give these, and it, and it sold out. We didn't know if it would sell out, it sold out. So that's one's already closed. And we're going to start closing divisions every other day from, from now until, um, what, next next Saturday is what, August uh, 8th, August yeah. 9th? If you're, if you're not in by August 6th, you're taking your chances. Heard that. Well, I mean, I love it because even the hackers want to play it lying down and they want to play it straight and they want to see how they fare, you know, compared to their peers. Yeah, exactly. And, that, and, that's, what, and that's, that's the stage that we offer. Well, thank you very much for your time. I know I want to have you back because I'd love to talk with your other venture, which is Report for America, which is really, really important. So if I can bend your ear for another couple minutes at another time, that would be great. I would take that invite. It's a critical thing. What happened to us at the Vindicator is happening around the country. And ultimately, when you see things like January 6th and what happened at, at the Capitol, um, we need a common vein of, of uh, local news, local communication, a common agenda. We've got the CNNs. We've got the Foxes. Local daily news and what's going on in your school and your city council is vital for us. We lost a ton in 2019 when the Vindy closed. And my job with Report for America is about fixing that. No doubt. And ever since you've seen this wave of closure of local news sources, you have the consolidation effort by national forces that 
essentially water down the narrative and make it less about local reporting. So to get as much money and as many more boots on the ground to actually do the reporting and give people what they've always known is a trusted local source for information in their local news, you know, whether it be print or TV is completely paramount to the democratic process. No, it, it, it takes away from what's gotten it. For 300 years, local news has been the part of what's made America what it is. And for those 300 years, we've benefited from local advertising by fluke funding the path for local news. And that's that what I thought of. That's I, I said, how, how was the absolute vein of understanding what's going on in your community simply tied to ad revenue? <laughs> and that so so I, I tease folks, you would never trust your fire protection in your neighborhood to the Frito-Lay Fire Department. You would never <laughs> trust your policing to the Pepperidge Farms Police Force. But yet we trust... But if John Q. Buick is going to pay for a full-page ad, then that means you're actually going to have a reporter on your block letting you know what happened. It Crazy. is the craziest marriage that ever, that ever got created. Ben Franklin was part of the process. And that had happened, God bless us. But that said, it was a, a convenient marriage that is now broken forever. And, and communities need to find a new way to fund local news if they're going to know what their school board's doing, what their police force is doing, and even the good things. Who's who's playing at Cedars tonight? That's who's right. playing at West Side Bowl? You know, that we, we can't, I can't go to 47 Facebook pages nope. to figure out where to go. You know, we need, and there's certain cool things like fish fry lists and yeah. everything pulling and stuff. But for some of the, that next tier of news about spending and taxes and what's right, we need something that's paid and, and, and trustworthy. And that's what the Vindicator was. So that's what Absolutely. I do, that's Report for America. All right, well, we will talk to you about that very soon. Thank you again for your time, Todd. Ron, thanks for having me, sir, appreciate it. All right.